What is going on, squad? My name is Brian Mark. I'm the host of the number one podcast for online fitness coaches who are trying to grow a successful online business without spending any money on ads, a website, or a funnel. I built my fitness business to over $50,000 a month over the course of four years. And in the last two and a half years, I've worked with over a thousand online coaches and a hundred of them have hit $10,000 a month. Without further ado, let's get into today's episode. What is going on online fitness coaches? Welcome to another episode of the Change Lives Make Money Online Trainer Podcast. This is the number one show for online fitness coaches who are trying to grow successful online business. In today's episode, I'm joined by a man that inspires me every single day, my best friend, Cole De Silva. What's up, bro? You're a fucking cutie, bro. I'm having the best day of my whole fucking life. No joke. So a little bit of a breakdown, a little bit of a backstory. Yesterday, something amazing happened. Still not going to tell any of y'all what the fuck it is. Brian knows what it is. Dude, so you know what's funny? Are- I actually am getting spammed about that now. I know. <laughs> so I did an announcement post the other day. I asked you guys if you wanted me to give you the announcement breakdown and like tell you what it is. I can't tell you yet. Okay. I can't tell you. I got to let it, let it sit a little bit longer. So I apologize, but I'm happy, bro. There was like literally the most insane stress lifted off my shoulders the other day. So it's, it's, everything's coming together really well. I do actually know what it is. And I'm really, really excited for everyone to figure it out because they're going to go crazy. So you want to introduce our, uh, our guest? Yeah, guys, I literally am uh, surrounded by two of the biggest fucking black dudes I've ever met in my entire life today. And we're going to bring one up to speak that uh, is a new IFBB pro. All right. Super fucking proud of this guy. And I'm pretty sure he just froze. Uh, there we go. I can see his face moving again. But we're bringing up Matt Butali. What's going on, big dog? What's happening, guys? Cole, Brian, what's good? How's your day going? Best day of my life. Best day of my fucking life, bro. I actually like authentic. Yeah, I'm feeling it. I'm in alignment right now. I feel really good, bro. How are you? Yeah. Hanging out, man. Sun's hitting. I'm smiling too. We're all right, man. So, Again, this is not the dream of mine because I think I told you, you don't remember 2019. I said, Brian, I'm going to be on your podcast one day. We're going to talk. So yeah, that day came. So I'm happy. Pat myself. Yeah, the there we go. I love it. <laughs> All right, I love so, what you um, said. You don't remember. Yeah, you don't. <laughs> Dude, I don't remember a lot of shit, but I probably, I wouldn't remember that. But I did, I did remember you said you were going to hit 10K and I did yes. remember you said you were going to claim your IFBB Pro card and I did watch your IFBB Pro show. So yeah. There's a lot of shit that I do. I am very forgetful, but there's a lot of shit that I do do. Love it. All right. So brothers, this is actually a question for both of you. I noticed since I actually broke 10K, I noticed I was getting a little bit more busy and, you know, sticking to the computer a little bit longer. And like already as is, I'm taking like 400 megs of caffeine a day. I know you guys have your monsters and so on and so forth. I'm asking you, how much caffeine do you actually take? And what do you do when you feel like you're nodding off other than taking a little break, a little nap? That's a good fucking question. So I think that you're asking me how much caffeine I take, but the answer that you need is something different. So I'm going to give you both. So whenever I'm working, whenever I notice myself falling asleep at my desk, I take that as a sign that I'm overworking. And that being said, there is like, if you're the only one working in your business, then that's fucking the way that you got to do it for now. It's like, you're the only one that's working in your business. So whenever I'm like, okay, so if I'm like noticing myself falling asleep on my desk consistently, obviously like you can drink coffees. I fucking love coffee. I love monster, et cetera. But the, the, the root cause of the problem is that you, number one, either your systems are inefficient or number two, you don't have enough people working with you to help you grow your coaching business. Guys, getting to $10,000 a month is like a milestone and it's something to be celebrated and it's something to get excited about. The next level for you, Matt, is to get to $20,000 a month. I want everybody to fucking listen. You can't get to 20K with the same systems that got you to 10. Yep. And so if you're noticing yourself like dozing off and falling asleep, like obviously you can take caffeine and you can, that's like a short-term band-aid for the long-term. The actual problem is that 
you're either your number one, your systems are inefficient, which you could take a look at right now. And you could ask yourself, like, what am I spending a lot of time on that, you know, I might be able to systemize and optimize. So I'll be the first area that I'd look. And the second place that I'd look is like, where can I get a little bit of extra help in my coaching business? So those would be my two answers. And then I'm actually going to answer your question. I probably, the max I'll have is like two monsters a day. So however much that Red Bull is, I'll have like two cups of coffee in the morning and then maybe a monster in the afternoon. That's my answer. Yeah. So my answer is very simple, dude. Monsters do nothing for me. I drink monsters for the taste, not for the caffeine. I could literally drink this right now and go to bed. Like that's not a fucking joke, guys. Caffeine doesn't do shit. Even with coffee, I don't feel energized with it at all because my fucking tolerance is so ridiculous and drinking so many energy drinks. So I do the same thing as Brian, bro. Like I've just set myself up for my systems and like the way that I have my workflow that it's so intentional when I start working that like I don't get like really tired sitting in front of my computer because I work for a certain amount of time and then I take a needed break. Now, don't get me wrong. Like I don't take fucking naps in the middle of the day and shit like that. I just can't. My body doesn't feel good. What's up, B? I said, I do. I just, I don't feel good with them. So I'm like, I know not to take a nap because then I'll be too drowsy. Then my body crashes a little bit. I don't like the feeling. So I distract myself in other ways. So like my break, instead of me just taking a break from work and doing nothing, maybe I'll go do some content. I really enjoy filming now. I really enjoy breaking some stuff down. Editing. I'll go take mini for a walk. All right. I'll go get some fresh air, especially if it's cold outside. Fucking sucks ass, but it like wakes you right up. All right. Pushes you like crazy. I just do things throughout my day to keep me awake and like keep me focused on what I'm supposed to be doing. Slash I'm always auditing my systems, bro. Cause that's a big thing that I agree with Brian on. Like I was making between 10 and $15,000 a month consistently with no help, no VAs, no fucking nothing in my account, period. I was doing it all myself. And it was because of the fact that I started to feel what you were feeling, that it would burn out, working a little bit too hard. It's funny that we're actually talking about this right now, because we're going to be talking about this in the mastermind later. Literally. <laughs> and I recognized what I was doing, and I made a conscious decision to stop acting in that way. Okay, so I know that after three hours of sitting in front of my computer, I get angry, I get short, I get annoyed, I get exhausted. So I'm going to actively choose now to get the fuck up out of my chair and go do something. Make sense? Yeah, yeah, I'm going to add one more thing to that. So I love everything you said. One thing else that I am going to say, Matt, as well, is that sometimes you're in the season. So here's an example, right? Like shredding to fucking get on stage and step on stage as a bodybuilder is not a healthy thing that you should do every single day, 365 days a year, but that's the season that you were in. So because that's the season that you were in, it was like, that is what was required of you. And so the long-term answer to the question that you're asking is to develop better systems and hire more team members, period. And also you just might be in grind season. Yep. And so grind season is like, yo, like if you want to get to 10K and you want to stay there, you might have to grind for three months while you figure out how to like, optimize your systems and kind of streamline everything. And so there's seasons for everything, including competing, and it might be grind season for you for your business. Great. hundred percent. Totally agreed. Again, like just looking at it now, because the responsibilities in my coaching company are increasing. And of course I'm looking at other venues and things like I want to expand into like YouTube. I just got myself a little toy here. I know yeah. Cole inspired me for it. Yeah, yeah bro. I really, I really want to get into it. And I noticed I'm like, okay, well then the time to edit or at least record the vlogs, this guy's got the monster up. Love it. <laughs> right. So the time to do other things and allocate to other things that will like, of course, create a return and in investment in my business. It's hard to think about at this point, just knowing I can't even like audit myself correctly to get this say streamlined and get into a not even a workflow I hate using it like that but into a system that allows me to be in season and out of season and still be getting awesome results you know what I mean like prep or off season still putting on muscle of course prep is harder it's the season this is what calls for it but um, I want to be able to still be able to bring my very best without having to burn out right so what you guys both said cash money. I love it. I'm taking it home. And yeah, just couldn't be 
more grateful for you too. Like I, I couldn't, you already know what it is, man. I ain't got to, you already know. Come on now. Let's go, oh, bro. No. Appreciate you, dog. Super proud of you. Thanks, oh, brothers. Yeah, All right. Whoever's up is up. I love y'all. Peace and love y'all. Peace, big dog. You know, it's super funny because Matt Butali, I don't know if I've talked about this openly, but there was like a message that he sent me. It was like a year and a half, two years ago, and he was fucking struggling. And uh, he's like, man, my business isn't really working, blah, blah, blah. It's nothing's happening. And I'd like gone to his social media and I found that he hadn't been putting in the work yet. And he'd been in the academy for like one or two months. So I literally fucking sent him an episode. It was episode number 74 of the podcast. If you need a wake up call, go listen to it. And it was, it talked about sacrifice and he like listened to the episode and he was like, holy fuck. And I feel like that like woke something up inside of him. And since that day, he's been a different man. So super cool to watch, bro. Next person up, we got Mr. Salvatorio. Sal comes on our podcast once a week. So what's up, Sal? How you doing? <laughs> Yo, what's good, fam? How are we doing? He's, he's one of the guest hosts of the podcast. Yeah, 100%. I like it. No, I mean, like you guys said, man, you got to utilize it, right? I'm here. I'm trying to get, you know, some values. And this is, I want to fucking talk about this for a second. Somebody like chirp Sal in the group because they're like, oh, it's like Brian, Cole, and Sal. I'm like, he's the only one fucking asking. So yeah. all yeah. of you guys have the, have the opportunity. So Sal, go ahead, bro. All right, let's do it. So I've really been getting a lot of friction with my clients and their check-ins that obviously have set the expectation on the call. I've, I've really expressed the importance of it, but I just can't get them to comply. Therefore, I'm not really making as many updates to the program as I would like. And I think that's causing them to maybe like resent the process a little bit and then kind of leading to a little bit of drop-offs as well. So I'm curious what you guys think about that. What's your current check-in process? Mm-hmm. That's what I was going to ask. So I, I was doing the email questionnaire like every week. I pulled back like bi-weekly and then obviously recording the loom and then giving them the feedback as I pull up like the trainerized meal plan, like all that stuff and really going through it in detail as best I can. Go ahead, Cole. Stop sending fucking emails. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Send the check-in over trainerized. Keep everything in the app. So like you mean like write a paragraph type? I mean, utilize a Google form. Like go into your Gmail, okay? And utilize a Google form, build out your questionnaire on there slash your check-in form and send it to them like that. And the responses will get automatically put in there. I can show you how to do that in the Academy afterwards. Anybody else who's listening to this, do this. The reason why, all right, is because nobody fucking checks emails nowadays, all right? Or at least I don't. I've got 5,000 unread emails across four different email platforms because I'm sick of people sending me shit and I never open it. Like you got to realize that, let's say I'm your client, Sal, okay? And you send me a check-in and then you send an email but I'm also getting spammed by 19 different fucking email services. That's probably going to get buried. And then you're on my ass to fill it out. I'm going to get fucking annoyed. Mm-hmm, exactly. and it's, it's unfortunate. Like we could easily say here and we could turn around with the tough love and be like, well, hold the fucking line with your clients yeah. or like hold them accountable and like tell them what they need to be doing and be a fucking better coach and blah, 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 blah. We could say whatever the fuck we wanted. But at the end of the day, we're right now email for your check-ins is not working. So mm-hmm. put it in a Google form and send them the link over Trainerize. Try that for two weeks and see if they comply better because it'll be easier for them. Yep. So I am very interested in developing a system for sending your check-ins and I agree with yeah. Cole. So number one, they need to be sent over a Trainerize. I completely agree with that. Number two is like, when I said, what's your system for check-ins? I didn't mean how you execute them. I mean, I guess I meant how you send them. So how do you send your check-ins every single week? Like, yeah, just tell me when is, your, when is your check-in day and how do you send them? Just a nice short answer. If Brian's your client, break it down for him. So I send them out on Thursday and then I'll do the responses all on Monday. So I kind of, cause I, I was remember listening to like Don Lamb and he was doing the responses on Monday, like kicking off the week with that, you yeah, know, kind of yeah. maybe giving them the cushion of the weekend to do that. So I'll send the email out on Thursday. Okay. So number one, I think that you're giving them way too much fucking leeway to fucking just do whatever. Cause like, there's no urgency. Yep. So if you're going to respond on Monday, I would send them out on Saturday night over trainerize and tell all of your clients that they're due by Sunday at noon. Yep. So you send them out Saturday night at 6 p.m. because you have no system. So they are not, they're not going to follow it. Like you say, you're sending the check-in over email on Thursday and you're kind of like, check in whenever you'd like over the next four days. It's like, uh-uh. So moving forward, 
then you just tell your clients, send a mass message over to Trainer Eyes. Hey guys, what's up? It's Coach Sal here. Moving forward, I'm going to be sending the check-in on Saturday night. It's going to be due by Sunday at noon. If you don't get it back by Sunday at noon, you're late. If you're late, I'll come knock on your house and I'll find you and then like send a funny gift mm-hmm. and then be like, talk to you guys on Saturday. Have the best day of your life. And then if they're late, then like, obviously you have the funny conversation with them. And then if they're late again, that's when you could start rolling out the bad coach, like the good cop, bad cop, where you could be like, Hey, if you don't give me your check-in again by tomorrow, you're not going to get a new fucking meal plan. I want everyone to write this down. You can't get mad at your clients if you haven't made expectations clear. Exactly. Like you can't get mad at your clients for not checking in if the expectations aren't clear. And I want to caveat what Brian just said there, Sal, because in your head, you might be thinking, well, I have expectations. What do you mean? Because I'm sending them out on Thursday and I reply Monday. But again, just like I told you, you email them on Thursday. They have to reply Monday. It's fucking four days of empty space in their email of all spaces that get spammed with fucking Mattress King and Walmart and Amazon emails and all this other stuff that's happening because everybody's got spam emails coming to their account all the time. It's just too much time for them to be thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Having a structure like that, bop, 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 back to back. That's why we explain three-day process. Send them out, respond the next day, have everybody good to go. Just wanted to take a quick minute to say, I want to change your life. If you're listening to this podcast, then you know that I have what it takes to help you grow a successful online coaching business. So go to my Instagram, at TheRealBrianMark, and DM me the words, more clients. I'll reach out to you and we'll talk about what your biggest struggle is. We'll talk about what your goals are for your online coaching business. And I'll give you some guidance and a game plan for what to do next. Again, go to my Instagram, at TheRealBrianMark, and DM me the words, more clients, and I'll reach out to you to see if I can help. Now let's get back to today's episode. Yeah, so what I do, here's my process. So here, you guys can all steal this. Send them out Saturday night or whatever day you want to set. Let's say your check-in day is on Thursday. Then you'd send it out Wednesday at 6 p.m. So for you, Sal, it's going to be Saturday at 6 p.m. You send the check-in. So you're writing this down? Sunday, yeah. Saturday at 6 p.m. Send the check-in with the language. Like, hey guys, here's your weekly check-in form. Smiley face. Hope you're having the best weekend of your life. Make sure it's due. Make sure it's back to me by Sunday at noon. Tomorrow at noon. And then tomorrow, aka Sunday morning, I want you to wake up early and send a reminder message at 9 a.m. Hey, just a reminder to get your check into me, smiley face. Can't wait to see. I hope you're having the best day of your life. And then at noon, you're going to log in and you're going to see who's checked in. You're going to send a message. Hey, thanks for checking in. And you don't even have to do that, actually. At noon, you're going to see who's checked in and who hasn't checked in. And anybody who hasn't checked in, you're going to send them a little gift. That's like maybe like a knock, knock. You could send like a knock, knock gift on like, just like make it funny, right? Like try to like break character. Like knock, Dude, knock. Show a gift for like who's there. Like I'm watching. Yeah, exactly. Just make like it super funny. Be like, hey, where's your check in? And just make it like, just let them know that there's like, you know, like you got to get your shit back. So it doesn't matter if your clients like the check-ins or not. It's part of the fucking process. You guys might not like showing up to Savage Sales or Pod Chats or getting ripped tip by fucking Cole on Tough Love, but you do it because it's part of the process. And so if your clients give you any resistance, here's what I would do is I'd pull up their initial welcome questionnaire. I'd be like, yo, Sal, you told me you wanted to lose 20 pounds and you hired me to help you fucking do that. And so that's what I'm doing. And you said you want to lose 20 pounds. So I'm asking you to check in with me so that I can help you hit your goals. Don't get mad at me for holding you accountable to the things that you want. Get your check-in in so I can fucking help you. I will also say, guys, that this is going to be a process, Sal. All right. Like this goes for everybody as well. But Sal, like this is not going to happen overnight. This isn't going to happen over a week. It's probably not going to happen over two weeks. And it's because you've been running your business with like a lot of leeway. Like they have a lot of leeway to do what they want right now. And they don't see you as an authority when it comes down to the check-ins. And it's facts because they're not doing them. Right. So you're going to have to build that habit in them. Just Mm -hmm. like going to the gym. Just like doing their fucking meal prep. Just like listening to you on a daily basis. We're going to have to build up that habit by reminding them, you'll get it done, get it done, get it done. Like this is the dates, this is the dates, this is the dates. I tell you all a secret. Coaching is just as much of a skill set as sales and marketing. Yep. And it's something that you develop over time. 
So like, we're going to like, obviously at the 10K Coaching Academy, what we do is we really do help you land online fitness coaching clients and we help you market and prospect, et cetera, and sell. But like coaching in terms of the actual, like how you deal with clients and how you manage expectations and how you manage the flow of the Facebook group and how you keep everybody motivated and how you get everyone to want to check in. Like those are all skill sets that you're developing. So it takes time, but the next step for you, the next evolution for you, Sal, is to be able to be super clear in your expectations so that your clients know exactly how to perform to get the best results. And then at that point, once you've communicated them and reminded them of those expectations for a period of six to eight weeks, it's like at that point, your business is going to start to see a shift and you're going to be a better coach. Does that make sense? Yep. Yeah, hundred percent. It's just frustrating. Cause obviously like, I want to help, I want to coach, but I can't do that without the freaking check-in. It's like, I was just being like a bitch about it. And then, like you said, Cole, like kind of take the back seat as the authority. And it's kind of frustrating. Someone's getting a lot of drop off. So excited to implement that. Appreciate you guys. The good news is that like, I want everybody to write this down. It's good to be frustrated. Yeah. Yeah. Cause if you're frustrated, you're growing, right? If you're that not frustrated, it's likely that you're not challenging or pushing yourself. But if you're making a TikTok and you're like, fuck, it's taking like six times to record this stupid video. Like, that's a good thing. That means that you're like progressing and you're moving forward and you're actually trying. Make sense? Yeah, 100%. It also, also means you care, bro. I want to touch on that. Guys, if you like get frustrated that your clients aren't fucking filling out check-in forms and not answering you on time, like it just means you care. If you didn't care, if you're like, all right, well, fuck you, Becky, then whatever. I'm not doing your meal plan this week. Like then don't care. Like then you're a shitty coach because you don't give a shit if they're doing the work that they need to be doing. And I've seen coaches like that. Like this is a good thing. It's a good trait to be a little bit frustrated that your clients aren't fucking listening to you because you just want to improve as a coach so you can help them on a deeper level. Exactly, man. Yeah. Hit it on, right on the head right there. hundred percent. Love you. Fuck you, Becky. Yeah, bro. Fuck you, Becky. Oh, man. Appreciate you, bro. Thanks for coming on. You got it. All right. We'll see you. you again next week. Yeah, we'll see you next week, bro. It's fucking pod chats with Salvatore. All right. Dude, every, up, any one of my clients can come on the podcast. And Sal comes every week. I'm like, Sal's like, yeah, I'm good. What's up, man? All right. Um, all right. Mr. Rune, what is going on, girl? Welcome to the podcast. So good to have you here. How can me and Cole serve you today? Thank you. Thank you so much. This is my second time being on it. So it's exciting. Okay. So I'm going to be real. My question is pretty similar to Matt's, but I feel like I have been struggling with my workflow um, for a couple months now. Okay. So like I've been trying to really just stick to my workflow, but I feel like there's certain things that I have to prioritize, like lead gen. If I am doing lead gen and I'm doing the DMs, like that's top priority console for even above that. So I feel like lead gen and doing my consultations, if somebody wants to like book a call that day, I know they're hot. I know they're emotional. So I want to get them in right away. And so I feel like that really messes with my workflow. And I'm always, always playing catch up. And it's been about three or four months where I just feel stuck in the same place because I'm just like on this like hamster wheel. Playing catch up on what? Just like with my workflow, just like programming. Uh, what, in your workflow, what do you have to catch up on? You need That's to be very mean. specific here. So literally like, Every day, I feel like, you know, if I'm doing check-ins, so I do my check-ins on Mondays and I'm doing check-ins until like 9 p.m. because I'm prioritizing lead gen or I take a consult and then like, like, let's say on program updates, when I'm doing my program updates, I do them on Wednesdays and I always feel like, you know what, I'll just be able to finish this up on the weekend because I got to prioritize this first. And then I'm also a mom of two, so I have to prioritize my kids and I just feel like, you know, I've been wanting to get some help, um, like hire a VA for a while, but obviously like hearing you guys always talk about 
how you made it to like 40 clients or 50 clients before you hired a VA. I feel like I'm just really struggling to get there. I have something to say, but do you want to go first, B? No, go ahead, bro. Okay, cool. I think the first thing that you need to do is you need to figure out themes for what you want to do every single day. And you need to make that your main priority. All right. Like, don't get me wrong. Income generating activities, guys, is always important. You will always hear Brian and myself push a period. You've probably heard us say those things multiple times, which an income generating activity is lead generation. Okay. Because if you're not bringing in leads, you don't have a business. Okay. If you're not selling people, you don't have a business. However, all right, on check-in day, that is your main priority now. All right, not lead gen, because that is the leads that have already paid you and they need top priority in your business. Meaning you should not be neglecting your check-ins to take a phone call. I would batch a certain time. Okay, how many clients do you have, girl? I have 27 right now. Perfect. So sit down, figure out how much time that's usually going to take you. All right, let's say I'm going to dedicate the next three hours to doing check-ins. All right, not even. Let's say the next hour. I'm going to put a timer on my phone. Anything that happens that is not my child, Okay, because obviously you're a mom, you got to make sure that you're there for your child. But anything that's happens that's not my child, this thing does not get fucking answered. The only thing that I'm doing is check-ins for that hour. Then I'll take a half an hour break and I'll put some time into other stuff. Then I'll do another hour straight of intentional work on check-ins. This is what I used to do, right? Each day was dedicated to a certain theme. Thursdays was my check-in day. Nothing else fucking mattered other than catering to my clients that were already paying me. Because that is a lead pool in its own. And if you neglect it, it's going to hurt your business. It's going to mess with you on a deeper level. Because then again, like you said, you're always playing catch up. You're not getting check-ins done on time. So your clients start to get angry and vice versa. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. I agree. Cool. (laughs) And it's like not the answer you want to hear, but I'll explain why. So let's say you were to hire a VA right now, right? You're going to hire a VA. You're going to get them on your team. But right now you're not awesome at managing your time. So if you end up buying some of your time back that you're not already awesome at managing, you're just going to have more time to basically not be awesome with. Does that make sense? So the first goal is to get really good with time management. Here's what I mean by that. I actually agree with Cole because I think that there's something who here has ever gotten into the zone with your work. And when you're in the zone, it's like you just crush out all your programs and it takes you like an hour and you're like, what the fuck had that happen? That's what we want to get into more often. But that can't happen if you have like interrupted work sessions. I was actually... I was talking to Cole about this the other day. Yesterday was like the busiest day of my whole week. And I've been trying to watch an hour long training for like, I wanted to catch up on the mastermind training. So I tried to like watch an hour long training and it took me the whole fucking day to watch an hour long training because I kept getting pulled away every 10 minutes. Like somebody wanted my attention. Somebody wanted to call me. So I was just reminded like in very intentional work sessions is super important. So here's what I'd recommend for your specific situation. Mondays, no consults. None, zero until you get to the point where you're really good at like, you know, getting your check-ins done on time. Because honestly, with 27 check-ins, if you got really good and really focused with 27 check-ins, you could do 27 incredible check-ins in two hours max. Three hours on like, if you like really, really wanted to get detailed, but you could get them done in two hours, as long as those two hours were super intentional. But you could also, it could also take you the entire day to do 27 check-ins. And I know that because I used to do that too. Like when I started online coaching, it would take me the whole day and i'd be like how am i still here at like 6 p.m on check-in number 14 i'm gonna like freaking you know what i mean yeah it takes me about like 15 to 20 minutes to like for a really detailed check-in with what i which is what i always try to do do you do 15 to 20 minute videos no so i write it out and then i do a video because i want to make sure i have like everything you know, like I, I don't want to be like saying um on the video or whatever. Okay, pause. Yeah, I was okay, gonna, gonna say gonna that might gonna... that might be the answer right there. We're attacking that like head on. <laughs> Me and Brian both hit. Okay, number one, okay. fuck saying um. Who cares? You're a human being. 
No, why do you, why do you not want to utilize like what I'm going to say, right? Because I don't want to like be on the video and then go back to the check-in form and go back to their, you know, calendar. So I kind of just go over there. I go over their whole week, all of their workouts, what their meals were, and then I make notes and then like, I don't write it out. You are probably one of the hundred coaches in the group that does that. I'm not even joking. Yep. hundred percent. Now and I'm that's not saying like, that's a bad thing. Yeah. It's not, I'm not saying that's a bad thing at all, but here's what I will say is it's not necessary. Number nope. one, okay. because here's the only thing that matters with programs. The only thing that matters is that you get your clients results, period. That's it. Period. Stop. Full stop. End of story. If your program gets your clients results, then it's winning. So here's a really simple process that I use for all my check-ins. I go into the check-in. I'll like open up their trainer eyes. I'll make sure they hit all their workouts. I'll open up their nutrition. I'll make sure they did all their stuff. And then I'll go into their check-in and I'll look for something like big that I want to celebrate them on. I'll look for something, you know, struggling, like something that I notice that might be a problem that we need to focus on. I'll answer any questions that they have. And then I'll give them a piece of homework. That's a four part system that takes me two minute video max. And it's like, that. it's funny because that's the same thing I taught Don Lamb Darun when he first joined the mastermind is Don Lamb was doing the same thing that you're doing right now. And, and he had a hundred clients. Was, and he had a hundred yeah, clients. That makes me kind of proud. <laughs> yeah. And he had a hundred clients, but I'm like, bro, you like, like you will not be able to scale. He was stuck here. I was like, what's going to scale you is understanding that your clients are paying you for results and you can get them results with this simple system. He changed his check-in process. He got like literally a dozen hours back. And with that dozen hours, he was able to book more consults, make more sales, grow his program, grow his team, et cetera. So that actually needs to be optimized. Cole, go ahead. And what I was going to say, girl, is people aren't paying you for a super in-depth check-in form. All right. You guys got to realize that the, like the magic that happens through a check-in is after they see the fucking response. You feel me? Like the response could be 50 seconds long or 50 minutes long. You guys all understand that it's not the video that helps them on the deeper level. It's them asking you questions about your response afterwards. You understand what I mean? Like every time I did a check-in video, it would just open up a fucking conversation with my client where we were able to talk about stuff. So no joke, the same thing with Brian. Like we made our videos two to three minutes long max because we knew we were just going to open up a conversation with you about what was going on. Because no matter what I did, any response I sent, I'd always get a bunch of follow-up questions. That's where the magic happens. That's where they get to know you a little bit more. So like, I think it's definitely like the systems with it, dedicated time, priorities, like making sure that you are like batching off individual times for calls, for check-ins, for things that need to be done. But also like, don't overdo it when it comes down to these check-in forms. Like you do not need to go super, 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 super in depth on each individual person. It's just about touching certain things to make them feel heard, right? And helping them with small problems. Darun, the question that you need to ask yourself is... How can I be more efficient with my check-ins so that they take less time without diminishing the quality? How can I be more efficient with my check-ins without diminishing the quality? Because right now, I'm going to tell you, right now you're spending 540 minutes on your check-ins per week based on what you told me, which is nine hours if it's fully focused hours. But we all know that that's not how life works. And it's likely that you get distracted and pulled in different direction. So it's probably taking you 10 to 15 hours to do 27 check-ins. Whereas, and you can start with a simple like step in the right direction. You can say the maximum that a check-in can take me is 10 minutes. Because if you let a check-in take you 10 minutes, that's going to be instead of nine hours, that's going to be 4.5 hours. Over the course of the month, you just save yourself 16 hours. Like in those 16 hours is the next level. Yep. That makes sense? Yeah, for sure. I have to come back and listen to this um, and take some notes. 100%. Yeah, we kind of came at you pretty hot. (laughs) 
I think it's about finding individual it. little I mean, things. Yeah, for sure. Thank you guys so much. Like while we're still on this subject before we end it off, because Kyle just said something in the chat as well, one of our other clients listening guys, and it's to do with check-ins. And I think you'll also be able to take value from this too, girl. Kyle said, yeah, but I also do correctional movement patterns with my clients in the check-in. So I send them videos based mm -hmm. on their movements. But guys, again, it's about finding one little thing that you can do to optimize your system. So Kyle, as an example, instead of doing the check-in form where you break down their form and you correct on their movements, why don't you just add a call in? It's a live call once a week where you review people's fucking breakdowns for 30 minutes and go through everybody's form. I'm and you're not you, spending hours upon hours upon hours on check-in yeah. videos going through it. I'm going to tell you what my coach does. So what my coach does is my coach will get me to record a video of myself doing the exercise. And then he'll get me to like send it to him in a Dropbox or YouTube or whatever. And then I can just look at, and then he just looks at my correctional video and then he'll send me a YouTube to like correct the form and he'll like pull your elbows in tighter, blah, 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 or like get your knees out wider, et cetera. And then I make the correctional movements myself. And so like, there are different ways to make it more efficient to maybe put the work on them instead of on you. That makes sense. Yeah. There we go. Cool. And you don't have to spend hours on fucking check-ins. You're finding a system to optimize your time. So you can spend more time scaling your business and making sure your clients get better results. Boom. So by the way, you guys, I think there's a couple of people that came up today where they asked us one question and the answer was actually something else. And it's actually funny because I'm going to give you guys an example. My lower back was in a lot of pain and I went to the chiropractor and I was telling him, I'm like, man, I've been like stretching my back and I've been like, you know, massaging it and I've been trying to do everything right. And he's like, well, the truth is like, it's not your lower back. Your pelvis is tilted. And because your pelvis is tilted, it's pulling on the muscles in your lower back. So no matter how much you massage your lower back, your lower back is still going to be tight because that's not the problem. The problem is the pelvis. Now, why I'm telling you guys this is oftentimes you think the problem is something. And then you come to me and Cole and we're like, it's not this, it's actually this. And that's why it's so important to show up to coaching calls and ask for feedback and ask for advice because you can't solve a problem in the same level of awareness that created the problem. Exactly. Sometimes you need an outside perspective. You need a coach. You need a mentor that can see things in a different light and give you a different perspective. And I just wanted to kind of end off the podcast on that. Darun, did you get what you were looking for? Yes, absolutely. Thank you guys so much. Appreciate you. Cole, Appreciate is there anything you. that you want to say to the fam before we end off, bro? I kind of want to reiterate that point once more because I feel like it's very important. So for everybody who does not know, I actually bought into a mentorship program underneath any for selling and my let just to like a little breakdown because I wanted to learn more from higher level people. And they actually spoke about the exact thing you just said, Brian. All right. Like where most people think it's one problem, but they don't understand the underlining thing. And that's why it's so important to have mentorship so they can take that like above level view of what you're going through and teach you what to go through. Because as an example, the breakdown that I heard this morning on the coaching call was like a lot of marketers and a lot of people on social media, when they're trying to grow their business, they don't realize that something's broken. So what will end up happening is they just throw a bunch of money at growing or marketing or something else. What ends up happening is because they don't understand the under root problem is their business fails quicker. And it's because they don't have mentors to walk them through the entire process. And the reason why I'm breaking that down for you guys is like have that helicopter mom, that outside view, that fucking person looking into the fucking hourglass and helping you is because again, all right, this is pod chats where we help you guys on a deeper level, grow your businesses. And Sal has been up here three times, four fucking times. And I bring that up because we want to make sure that everybody's having their fucking moment. So like, if you show up to these calls, utilize it. If you listen to Brian's podcast, guys, like you should be listening to everything, tuning into every piece of content, watching every fucking YouTube video, reading every single post, because it's that one thing, one sentence you might hear that might awaken you, right? Make you think 
of a different perspective and help you grow your business based off of what you think might be broken. Dude, and that's it. I completely agree. And I have a mentor for literally everything, you guys. Same. Literally, absolutely everything. So if you're here and me and Cole, your mentors, I just want to express my gratitude for you and say thank you so much. Last thing I just want to say, you guys, is Cole, where do they find you? The Wake Up With The Wolf podcast or Cole Lewis to Silva on TikTok and IG. Peace, love, and protein. Have the best day of your entire freaking life. And I'll talk to you guys soon.